Hey, it's Chris. Welcome to the podcast. You might be able to tell I'm a little bit sick. You can probably guess why, because I did catch this out at WWDC. I don't know what it is. I got it checked out. It's just like a little cold. It's not COVID. It's not strep or anything like that. So yeah, I I almost didn't record this because like who wants to listen to the sick dude with the sick voice? But I was like, no, I'm just going to do it, right? Because I don't feel like I can record a video like this. But at the same time, it's probably good enough, right, to just do a quick podcast. So this podcast is, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about behind the scenes stuff from WWDC, stuff that you may not hear from the other channels, people that were there. And this particular episode, I think is going to be dedicated to Alfred, because uh, he got in touch and he was like, what I really want to hear from the trip to Cupertino is a few things. Love to hear more about how you got the invitation and learned of it, what it was like interacting with the other tech reviewers, what we didn't see in the videos or the announcements from Apple, uh, your interactions with Apple people, uh, just just stuff that I saw on the campus that was unexpected. So yeah, I'm going to talk about all that stuff and maybe a little bit more, just kind of give you guys a recap of my trip out to Cupertino. Also, Alfred, I see that you had some COVID there while you were traveling overseas, so I hope you're feeling better. So how did I get the invitation to go out. Um, it was an email and then a phone call. So uh, what happened was I was out driving around and I uh, got a phone call and uh, someone from the Apple PR team said, hey, do you have a quick second to chat? Actually, they texted me first. You have a quick second to chat? And I said, yeah. Uh, and they were like, hey, you probably saw the, the email, you know, just a second ago. And I had, it was like a few minutes earlier. Um, and it said, you're invited, you know, we're, we're happy to announce WWDC and and you're invited, but usually on the years that I'm not invited to attend something in person, I still get this invitation, but it's just an invitation to view it online, just like anybody could at home. So that's sort of what I expected. I didn't realize, you know, this was going to be an in-person thing until I got the phone call. And uh, she was like, well, we'd be happy to invite you out uh, in person. There's a, a very limited number of uh, press slots, uh, media slots for people to attend. And of course I was like, great, that sounded cool. You don't want to you don't want to be like overly excited, you know, but I was, but I tried to play it cool. Like, oh yeah, that would be fine. Sure. So that is how I got the invitation. Of course, I think I've told you before, uh, how I connected with anybody at Apple in the first place. And that was sometime after my, everybody's wrong about the HomePod video where I sort of had a counter take. It was not the take that everyone else seemed to have at the time on the big HomePod, the original HomePod, which I do sometimes. And, and those videos don't always get as many views. People are like, I really appreciate this take. That happened again with the uh, AirPods Max. Um, I had a very different take than most people on the AirPods Max. And people still comment on that. And they're like, thank you for the, for this review. This is the review I was looking for because that's how I'm going to use them. I'm not going to use them like everyone else uh, expects me to. So it was kind of one of those videos. Um, and someone from Apple reached out and said, hey, can we chat? And I was like, sure. Um, same thing, tried not to be overly excited, but really was like, whoa. So that is how that happened. And then, of course, my wife and I were looking for tickets and hotels and stuff. And uh, we were looking at, at the different hotels out there. There's some that are right next to Apple's headquarters. And I was looking at the reviews. I mean, I could have just walked right over. But uh, I noticed in, in lots of the reviews of this one place, I forget what the hotel was. Everyone was like, the walls are like paper thin. And these are people who don't need to record you know, anything in the room, potentially, like I would have to, and I was like, that's not going to work. So I picked something that was a couple blocks away um, that I was going to have to Uber to. And by the way, speaking of Uber, wow, the gas prices are crazy. You know, it's like, a, it was like a 20 minute trip from the San Jose Mineta airport 
uh, to where I was staying over to the Apple campus. Um, San Jose Veneta is kind of like the Silicon Valley airport. If you've never been out there, it's nice and small, easy to get around. Usually pretty uh, small lines for security. It was like 90 bucks uh, to take an Uber over there. So I was like, whoa. And all the Uber guys were like, yeah, can you believe these gas prices? Where's the gas? What's the gas like where you're at? I'm like, oh, it's like four or something. And they're like, well, yeah, you know, it was way more out here uh, or out in Cupertino. So, and interestingly enough too, he was also telling me, uh, one of, one of the Uber drivers, there's always interesting stories to be had, right? When you meet people on a trip, he was like, you know, this neighborhood over here, they're really rich. They're like the richest, uh, houses in all of California. I was like, really? More than like Bel Air, for instance, or, or anything like that. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I like driving the people from here. I don't like driving the rich people from LA because they want you to know that they're rich and they always want me to like open the door, make a big deal out of it, make a big scene. Uh, but the people here, they act normal and they're really nice to me. And it's just interesting. And I forgot the neighborhood. So that was completely pointless to tell you. So what was it like interacting with the other tech reviewers? Uh, okay. So yeah, I, I knew some people were going to be out there ahead of time just from social media, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So at this point, you know, I already kind of have some connections with, with other people, but they're, they're like mostly for me what you would consider like internet friends or acquaintances, right? Um, the only time I see a lot of these people is just at different events. And some people don't even realize that you've run into them before. Of course, everyone sort of knows everybody. Uh, but I was like, hey, man, I haven't seen you for a while to somebody else. And he's like, well, I don't think we've ever seen each other in person. Well, we had. I met him at CES a while back. He didn't remember that. But um, you know, that's just kind of how it goes because you go to these different events and you forget who was where, but, uh, one person I knew that was going to be there and it turned out to be, uh, their first WWDC was Christopher Lolly, another Chris doing iPad stuff, uh, and Apple stuff. And so, yeah, I texted him. I was like, Hey, actually he was from the area. I was like, Hey, you know, what if we just uh, head over to the event together and everything? He was really cool. Cause you know, we just met online, but he was like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll give you a ride. And that was awesome. So I uh, had a good time getting to know Chris a little bit more from this trip and um, we hung out several times you know we stayed there I think longer both of us than most people a lot of people they just flew in for the keynote and then flew right back out and you'll see in their videos they were back at their normal studio whether it was New York or Washington or wherever it was you know the next day for their their video but I wanted to get something out a little bit quicker than that so I did book the hotel out through I think Wednesday so keynote was on Monday I got in late Sunday getting a little check here okay so the other youtubers yeah so, um, yeah, you know, the main point at which you're going to interact as a press person with the other YouTubers is kind of in the, the press. It's not like a green room, like before you go on the late show or something, but there's like a press area. So if you get there early, usually I, I, try, I like to get there early cause I like to hang out and meet people. Chris, Chris and I drove over there a little bit early and there's like a, there was a building that was next to the visitor center, which is also right next to the main gate that you would get into Apple park proper. So we went there. Um, so we, we've made our way over. Finally, we got over to the main gate and, uh, you had to have a COVID test. You had to wear a mask into the event. A lot of people were like, take, take your mask off. What are you wearing a, a mask? Just so everyone knows you had to wear a mask to get into the thing. So, and you also had to have a COVID test. Uh, within 24 hours of the event. So I actually went and hit a Walgreens, you know, within that 24 hour window before I left um, to go out there. And then, you know, you had to basically provide proof that you had a negative test. And uh, some poor guy, I think it was Mike Hurley, uh, maybe from Relay FM, he had come all the way out from overseas, ended up having a positive 
COVID tests and he didn't get to attend the event or do anything. Everyone was feeling really bad for him. But anyways, so over at the main gate, which I have been to before, I've, I've mulled around at the main gate uh, when I've been out there visiting, but I've never been onto Apple's campus, actual campus before. At the main gate, I checked in, you know, you get uh, the little, kind of like when you get an airline ticket and you scan into your Apple wallet. There was something for that for all the attendees, because of course, most of the people that attend are developers. The actual amount of press or YouTubers or influencers is much smaller, ratio-wise, compared to the developers. But uh, I, I uploaded you know, the PDF of my COVID test, and he was like, all right, it's going to be like 20 minutes. But then he walked right over, and he's like, nope, you're good to go. Um, and so I got my media badge, which is always fun to get, because you can kind of collect them over the years. Um, but it does have the, the it's a WWDC media, and it has the year, so you can't reuse it every year. So I am getting to the interactions with the other YouTubers, sorry. It's just taking me a while. I'm telling you how I get up there. Um, so anyways, I had this 360 camera on the whole time, and no one's really sure like what it is, but I had it on, mounted on my strap on my backpack, and so I turned it on at, at the right opportunity, right, and record everything around. So I had that going when I first set foot onto Apple uh, Park. You know, when I went through over the threshold, through the gate, uh, and then I kind of had it going. I was walking up to the spaceship. But uh, yeah, so Lolly and I were there together. We kind of went in, and all the developers are starting to flow in. And there's like a pathway that, you know, you take in from the main gate, heading up to the spaceship. Then it kind of curves off to the right, and there was a ton of Apple employees, tons of security everywhere, kind of directing people. And so after we went up there for quite a bit, uh, quite a ways up there and where they were heading was over to the side where the stage was actually set up. So if you watch any of the event, I'm not sure how much I saw a drone up there. I'm not sure not having watched the actual live event on a computer, the computer version or the stream version. I don't know what you saw. Did you see they had like a big stage like set up for like a concert and people were so, sort of sitting half in the spaceship building and half out the audience kind of spilled out from within. So actually half of the audience was sitting in cafe max, which is where the Apple employees eat their lunch every day, the ones that, that work there on the actual HQ campus. So they had most of the tables removed, but they had all these uh, really nice wooden chairs all set up. And then I was right, I ended up sitting, the press area was kind of like right where the shadow, the shade was like just ending from uh, being inside and half outside. And luckily I was like in the row right where there was still some shade. I know some of the people around me really got sunburned, even though Apple did hand out some uh, sunscreen for everybody, but I already put some on. So yeah, it was kind of a, a cool concerty sort of a, a vibe. But anyways, um, they were kind of funneling everybody down the sidewalk over there. But um, when they saw our media badges, I didn't know where I was going, right? They just said, go up there. Um, somebody saw our media badges and they're like, okay, you go over here. And so we've branched off and uh, they took us into uh, to the actual spaceship, which I didn't realize we were going to get in, right? I Before this, I thought everything was just going to be at the Steve Jobs Theater or something like normal. So that was fun. Once we branched off, I noticed some people started taking pictures like, oh, who is this? And anyway, so we, we get in and they're like, go up to the third floor. Everyone's like really friendly. Um, you know, part of this is like event hype. If you've ever been to like an Apple store opening or if you've seen the videos, when the Apple employees are like clapping and welcome, you know, like they can get pretty excited about stuff. That's sort of the atmosphere here. You could hear really excited Apple employees all over. You know, for them, it's probably like sharing where they work and stuff with, with these people. And they're kind of excited. It's like showing off your home, sort of, I would guess. And the same kind of atmosphere when I was over at the developer center, which I'll talk about later. Um, there's this brand new building, the developer center. And uh, same thing, they were greeting the developers like, welcome, who's ready to have some fun, you know? So uh, popped in to the spaceship and went up to the third floor 
and someone's kind of like watching you everywhere you go inside the building. And it was pretty thrilling, you know, just to go in. Everything is just glass everywhere. There's, of course, some walls and support, but there's so much glass. I don't know if you remember hearing the news coverage, but, you know, there's like someone recorded all the 911 calls <laughs> a while back when this thing opened from all the people, like employees and stuff, hitting the glass walls because uh, everything is just glass inside. It's really cool. But we kind of make our way up to the third floor. So we popped out and they kind of had a part of Cafe Max um, up on the third floor because because what it is like a big open area with all these chairs down on the first floor. And then up here where we were on the third floor, it still looked like it was part of Cafe Max, but there was like an espresso bar and like almost like some restaurant setups on both sides over the chasm in the middle. There's like, you know, different stations kind of where you could probably during normal a normal day get some different types of food if you're an apple employee i'm guessing so they had the press kind of up on the this left side i guess and so we got there really early before a lot of people um so before the other youtubers really showed up there were some podcasters there that i recognized you know there's always these familiar faces like i i told a couple like i feel like i should know you i've seen you around and they're always like, yeah, I, I kind of recognize you too. Met some people from like Washington Post and Engadget kind of right off the bat while we were just kind of hanging out there. And they had all these snacks and some people really tanked up on them. I went easy um, on the snacks and also on the drinking because I remember one WWDC, I drank a ton right before the event and you know how that goes. That was a bad idea. I was just, I was just taking everything in, you know, enjoying it. And this time I kind of really chilled out. So I could really concentrate on what was happening. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of like hors d'oeuvre type of things. Uh, looked really fancy. I'll probably put a shot of that in the video. If you don't know, I still have some footage that I haven't shown yet of all the stuff I'm describing here. So I'll put this in a separate video. Like I went inside the spaceship or something like that. Um, so you can actually see everything I'm talking about. But there's some really nice tables there. And then it's cool. You know, on the inside of this spaceship design, the big, the big circle, in the hollow part in the middle, there's sort of this courtyard, open courtyard. So from this area in Cafe Max, if you go out the one side, you can see it on the outside of the spaceship on, and there's sort of some nice landscaping and there's that path that everyone's walking on all the developers towards where they're gonna have the event. And then if you just walk across um, this Cafe Max area, you can see into the courtyard and, and get a good view of in there. And I wish I had taken more footage of just looking down the hallways because I was concentrating on looking outside, either the inside or the outside um, of the spaceship. And just looking down the hallways, I was looking at the footage later, and I was like, man, that looks really cool. Um, and it does. It's just a really, really cool building. Uh, so anyways, you know, after this, a lot of the YouTubers, other YouTubers start showing up. And yeah, I'll post some of the pictures. You know, everyone gets pictures together. It's funny because Brian Tong came up, and uh, he was meeting Chris, I think, for the first time. And he said, and of course, we had our mask on. It's all kind of hard to, like, recognize who you're talking to with the mask on. But Tong was looking at him and was like, Chris, Daily Tech. And he's like, oh, yeah, you changed your hair and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of doing a little bit different right now. Tong, of course, is very easy to spot because he's always got like the Hawaiian shirts, right? And the, the streak in the hair. And he actually is who I ended up uh, sitting by at the event, at, at the actual event. Uh, so so more more people came in. I, I don't know. We were there for like an hour and a half or something, kind of like the, the pre, the staging area. And then eventually like, okay, uh, take everybody down. And so we go back down the stairs and, and then you kind of funnel in with, uh, everybody, you know, we mixed in with the developers and they had us kind of halfway back. Like I said, right on the cusp of where the shade was. I, mean, I don't know. I, everyone was there except I'll say the one exception was MKBHD showed up last. And I, at least he wasn't in the, the main area. 
um, for very long. And I understand why. Last WWDC that I was at when he was there, there was just like a, a super long line of people just wanting to talk to him uh, and meet him. And so I could understand, you know, wanting to skip that uh, if that's what he was up to. Or maybe he just had some other meetings or something too. But yeah, I mean, everyone was there. I, Justine, it was kind of uh, weird not seeing Jonathan there this year because, uh, of course, if you paid attention, he's kind of gone off and, and started doing the music thing um, more, which is good. You know, on the one hand, it's like it was a little sad when he posted that video because uh, he had been kind of influential for me in the channel and helpful over the years. Like he would drop, well, he was busy, he would drop something and help you out with the, like the tiniest little technical thing, you know, in the middle of his day. So anyways, um, the first time I met him was at WWDC a few years back and, and it was kind of weird not seeing him there. So, you know, lots of big YouTubers, small YouTubers, um, Renee was there, Renee Ritchie, uh, I Justine, I saw Andrew, I saw Kevin the Tech Ninja, I already mentioned Tong, uh, Justin Say was there, that was cool, I hadn't met him before, there was a lot of first time people, um, Sarah Dietschy wasn't there this year, Tyler Stallman was there, I hadn't met him before, I think it was his first time being there as well, name an Apple person, you know, that with a decent sized audience, and that hasn't bent any iPhones for views, and they were there, probably. Or, or, you know, also subtract from that list people who do leaks. <laughs> They're not uh, invited either. And speaking of, you know, like leaks and stuff, it's weird. You know, I'm starting to get to the point where um, the channel's big enough where, where sometimes people will contact and be like, hey, I plan on sharing some, some inside information with you sometime. I work for Apple or something. And honestly, I don't encourage that because I'm not interested. Actually, I'm of the opinion I don't like the leaks. Uh, I know Apple doesn't like the leaks. And this isn't just Chris like... Uh, hey, I should stay and go with Apple. No, like, I don't like the leaks because I, I would rather be surprised when something comes out as well. So I don't encourage people to try to leak information to anybody or to me. But anyways, so everyone's out there and, you know, you just kind of, there wasn't like assigned seating or anything. There's a couple rows or a few rows for press people. And I should say there was a lot of people um, who were press or YouTubers or influencers, Instagrammers, some big Instagrammers there, uh, who I don't know or recognize because they're from other countries and they they have big followings. I just don't know who they are. Um, I had someone come up, and they're like, Chris, hey, you're such an inspiration. Can I get a picture? And I was like, sure. I thought they were just a developer, but then they tagged me later. I was like, oh, this person has like a ton of fans. Like, that's a big fan base, you know? There was, I'm not going to name them. There was an outlet there who I met, and I was very unimpressed with. Uh, someone you would definitely know, and their crew, they, they sat right behind me, and I felt like <laughs> they kind of ruined a lot of the event for for me, they didn't ruin it. Like, no one can ruin it. It's my experience. But they were so just salty about everything, and they were not nice. The editor of this big publication was uh, just very rude, like, cold. And then they were sitting behind me, him and his crew, and, you know, during the announcements, they're making comments like, Psh, finally, or, you know, you call that pro? They're just so salty about everything. And I, I think they think that's their brand, is to just be skeptical and hate everything, even if it's cool. So that was unfortunate and I actually regretted saying hey and meeting them because they're just, honestly, they're just jerks. And nobody else there was like that. Not from any of the other publications because, you know, I, I thought this was a thing in the past, but still, uh, sometimes the, the old school journalists and the YouTubers kind of clash. The old school journalists sometimes don't think that the YouTubers belong there or these new influencers, right? Uh, they're from the old school days and where they were the tastemakers and the filter for everybody. And I think they kind of resent 
that someone can just fire up a camera and have a big audience and, and say things and show things and then get invited to these events. An example of this from this event was later when we were in the, uh, after the event over in the uh, Steve Jobs Theater, which is my first time being there, um, everyone started saying like, hey, Tim Cook's going to come through, you know, hey, just stick around a little bit and you, you'll see Tim Cook. And so the floor sort of cleared out around the entrance and there was this lineup of photographers uh, with huge lenses from the old school, you know, tech press. And, they, you know, there's a few other. Uh, so who was around at the time? It was like um, Judner, your average consumer, a couple other people were, were hanging out. And this one guy, he just starts yelling at the YouTubers who just were wanted to be around, like meet Tim Cook. I didn't really care one way or another. Everyone was trying to get a selfie. I didn't get a selfie. If it had been Steve Jobs, I would have met Steve, got a selfie or whatever. But he just starts yelling at the, the YouTubers who everyone was like, hey, stick around, you know, Tim Cook coming. Like, get out of the way. You got to stay behind this line. Move, move, move. And I could just see on, on some of the other YouTubers' faces like, man, what are these guys' problem? And, you know, they're used to doing things a certain way, whatever. So back to the event. Marquez sits on the very end of our row. Tong's right to my left. Uh, so Marquez, Tong, me. And then I think David Sparks from Max Spark. He was sitting on my right. And just the kind of people were dispersed around there. The event happens. Some of it, you know, if you watched... Um, the executives were just very kind of briefly got on stage and introduced stuff. And then after that, it was a lot of pre-recorded stuff. But I watched and uh, Tim Cook and Craig Federighi kind of, I don't know, after a few minutes after they were on stage, made their way back. And they kind of sat like over a few rows up and over to my right. So I could kind of see them. And uh, Tim put on one of the hats because Apple handed out some bags. Everybody, they had like the Swift logo on. I got like a little swell water bottle. It's all white with the Apple logo uh, that they sell in the store. Um, they, there are some Apple design masks. Every time you go to WWDC, you get these pins. Uh, everyone kind of likes to collect those. And some sunscreen they threw in that, even though Chris missed it. Yeah, oh, and a hat. There was a hat with the Swift logo on it. I didn't like the way it fit, so I probably won't end up using it. And no, nobody can have it. Someone's going to email and be like, hey, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I? Someone already asked for one. There was a, an extra Apple design mask. Can I have that? No, no, you can't have it. But anyways, it's funny because I knew they had sat there. I just happened to catch a glance out of the corner of my eye that they sat over there. So, you know, there was that segment where Craig's like running Baywatch style in slow-mo and his hair is bouncing around and he, you know, like puts his hand through his hair and it, it got a good laugh from the crowd. But I was, I happened to film that little section. Uh, we weren't supposed to live stream or, or film a lot of it, but I filmed a little clip and I looked over and I panned over to Craig and he was kind of like, oh, did we really shoot that? It was funny to see his reaction. So anyways, you know, the uh, events happening, it's nice. It's fun to like watch it in person with some of the other people that you know are so excited about stuff like you sometimes get. Uh, so, you know, you can chat with, with the people around you. Oh, can you believe they just did that? Or, oh, that's not going to be as cool as people think or... Uh, and it's just interesting to see everyone's comments, except for the people behind me. Wow. After the event wrapped up, then everyone funneled over. So so, so part of what it's like when you're uh, on the media team is um, you get like some press briefings scheduled ahead of time and you don't know like what they're going to be because it's all secretive right before the event. So I had a few and um, everyone sort of made their way over. Of course, the store went down that day. So we kind of suspected, oh, this is going to be a WWDC with a hardware announcement. That's pretty rare. They announced a new M2 uh, MacBook Air. There's a new MacBook Pro. So uh, over at the Steve Jobs Theater, uh, which wasn't far away, that is where two things were happening. Number one, there was kind of a hands-on area with the computers. And they had a bunch set up. Uh, and you could kind of, there was a big crowd. You can kind of wait to have a little time with it and, and ask the employees about it, get some shots with it. And then number two, uh, that was kind of on the on the top floor, that 
underneath, um, there was some press demos, briefings going on, if you had one scheduled, more of like a private time with a small group and, and with the employees. If you were a bigger named YouTuber or, or a press person, you'd have some more like one-on-one time with a device in person down there instead of having to do it all in the big group. You know, that's that's kind of where I saw all the other YouTubers kind of hanging out. A lot of people were just there for that day. Um, so it's cool to, you know, just kind of... But the thing is, like, everyone... And sometimes, you know, like, people will get together and have, like, uh, go out to dinner or something, all the YouTubers or something. Or oftentimes, you know, people try to, like, get let's get all the YouTubers for a picture or something. And then you see it on the Instagram accounts. But really, the main time that you see people is sort of at the event and kind of around it afterwards, because after that, everyone kind of breaks up and uh, starts shooting their content. So some people like to just shoot right there, um, set up their tripod, or some people, you know, uh, had help that, that they brought with uh, to do like camera stuff and, and help produce. Um, some people like to shoot like right there at the Steve Jobs Theater or kind of with some, one of the Apple things in the background. Some people like to go back to the hotel. That's what I did. Um, some people go all the way back to their, you know, uh, studio space or home base wherever they came from. So, um, you know, there's not like as much hanging out at this type of event as you might think, because actually everyone's there to, to work, you know, it's fun, but it's work. So, you know, after that, I didn't really see a lot of, uh, the other YouTubers, um, outside of, I'd say like Renee Ritchie, Chris Lolly, you know, some of the podcast people hung out the next few days, you know, so I went back and shot my video, got that uploaded and that kind of was it. I, I did a video on iPadOS right away and put that up um, before talking about anything else. And, and I didn't really do anything else the rest of that day. Renee was staying at the same hotel as me, but even then, like, you know, I'd see him here and there. I saw him when, you know, I was heading out to the lobby. Oh, Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing this. Renee was getting uh, Phil's coffee delivered. He loves Phil's. I was like, all right, well, I'll catch you around, you know. But what I did do was I spent uh, a decent amount of time over at the visitor center the next couple days, filmed another video over there, and um, just did some work over there because that's a, just a great place to hang out, number one, at all. Like, if I lived in the area, it'd just be a fun place. So, like you have seen in some of my videos, the visitor center has a smaller version, a public version of Cafe Max. Although there's no food there, it's kind of just a coffee shop. Um, with some nitro, had lots of nitro, and the apple nitro is the best. It's it's my favorite nitro out of a tap uh, that doesn't come in a can or anything anywhere, anywhere so far. But um, hanging out there, you know, other people show up, and over the years, that's where I've had a lot of just run-ins with other YouTubers and other people. So I was just working there. A lot of people came up. Um, it's cool, you know, when the fans come over and say, "Hey, Chris," you know, <laughs> yeah, hey, and just get to talk. Um, and it's nice to meet people. Uh, and you'll see some shots of what I'm about to talk about in, in the video, but I was there talking to somebody and, and one of the employees there was like, Hey, are you Chris from daily tech? I was like, yeah. And we got to talking and he was like, I said, Hey, I saw somebody had like a custom coffee with their logo and stuff on it. I was like, where do you get one of those? And he's like, Oh, I do that. I was like, really? Oh, cool. Can you do like a daily tech one? He's like, yeah, give me a second. And he went and made it. It was so cool. He had like a stencil for the Apple logo. On top of, I had like a mocha, I don't know if it was a latte or something or what, really good by the way. But then on top, he had this custom art that he had done with the Apple logo and then it said daily tech in it. So I put, I'll put a couple of shots in that, uh, in some of the videos that I've got going up. So, uh, let's see. One of Alfred's other questions was what we didn't see in the videos or announcements. I'm not really sure what all a person watching maybe didn't see. There was plenty of stuff that was like, that I thought was like a cool big feature, you know? 
that um, didn't make it into the videos and whatnot. And I've kind of mentioned some of that by now on the channel. Some of the smaller features like quick notes coming to the iPhone out of any app you're in. I think that's really cool stuff like that. But he wants to know what are some of my interactions with Apple folks. Okay, so uh, the Apple PR team is sort of broken up into you know, there's people who work on like the Mac team, the iPad team, the iPhone team, etc. I don't know how many people work there, but they are just a really, really efficient team. So for instance, uh, one time I was, I, I had a press briefing and I didn't realize that I could actually get over into the developer center until somebody else was like, hey, I'm not a developer, but I got in to, to sit on, in on some meetings over there. And I said, hmm, well, I should do that, you know, I'm going to see. So I contacted one of the press people and I was like, you know, I know it's late notice, but is there any chance of getting in over there? And of course, I was over at the visitor center. I was kind of just walking around filming at this point. I was actually headed up to the observation deck on top. And I mean, right after I sent that, I got a call from somebody um, and uh, and I also saw an email back from my press person. They're like, okay, so-and-so is going to be in touch. I mean, almost like instantly got a call. So the developer center is right next to the visitor center. Okay. Answer the call. And she's like, hey, I'm so-and-so, and I'm waiting down at the corner for you. <laughs> I mean, I this is like within a matter of like a couple of minutes here, and I'll escort you over there. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I rushed down, and she was like, what are you wearing? I'm in the pink blazer. Uh, I was like, I'm in all black, and then boom, there she was, easy to spot. And she walked me over, her and I think another employee I didn't catch. Um, but but they're just like really on top of it. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know how many there are, but they, they're like everywhere, and they're like right on the money with with whatever's going on to help out or assist and so i did i got over to uh, developer center my, one of my pr contacts was like hey, that's that's crazy i haven't even been over there myself yet because this thing just opened i got to sit in on a couple of presentations uh i missed some of it it was really nice of them to squeeze me in but would look like about halfway through um and I, I was in there with iJustine and Renee was in there. I think some someone from CNET might have been in there, some beardy person I, I kind of recognized and some other people I didn't recognize. And uh, there was some developer previews going on. People were just kind of talking about their apps, how they made them, why they made them. And then afterwards, I didn't realize this. This, this is kind of goofy on my part. Um, there was these kiosks out there's like four kiosks and our group kind of finished up and started heading out and someone was like well justine and renee you can come with me and i was like oh well chris you know i'm a youtuber you know so i'm kind of like following and uh no one says anything and then they're like okay just go up to one of these kiosks here and scan your phone you know so i was like hmm, okay i don't know what i'm scanning in here maybe it's like an interactive tour or something i don't know <laughs> so <laughs> i get up to one of the kiosks scan it and she's like oh well, I'm sorry, you're not on the list. And uh, the dude at the kiosk next was like, oh, what, he's not on the list? Well, here, did you try this and that? I was like, and then then it dawned on me what was happening. Well, it was the John Gruber's talk show live event where he ended up interviewing uh, Jaswiak and Federighi. And it was like, you know, every time WWDC happens, I think this is the 10th year he's on, it's sort of like the hot item event. You know, you gotta get a ticket, there's limited space. And uh, it's like the thing everyone wants to go to. A lot of people anyways, um, Renee was invited because he's been on uh, Gruber's podcast several times. So Gruber made sure to get him a seat. But I didn't realize, I didn't have a ticket. You know, I didn't realize that that's what was going on. So I think they thought I was like seeing it in. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm on the list. And I kind of like slunk out, walk of shame <laughs> out the door. So uh, what was different about the campus that I didn't expect? I think, um, honestly, I think the campus, having been able to go in when I wasn't really expecting to see it like even inside the building it wasn't really that it was unexpected I think it was expectedly cool what was unexpected was 
being able to go in and like see it and be there in person. I'll tell you one thing that was unexpected. This probably isn't what you were thinking. So in the Cafe Max, we were kind of waiting in the press area and I saw all these, you know, spigots on this kind of like a bar setup. And I thought, oh, that couldn't be the nitro, could it? I was like, what's Apple? They have nitro over in the store. Maybe this is like a huge nitro bar. So I walked over there and I, uh, out with Lolly and I was, there was an Apple employee there and I was like, is this something we can have? Like, can we do this? There was cups and stuff. And uh, she was like, yeah, go ahead. Well, it wasn't anything as exciting as a nitro bar. That'd be like my dream thing. It uh, just turned out to be like a water thing, uh, which is good. You know, it's in the cafeteria. That's cool. And it was like, I don't know, four different kinds of water, types of water I had never even heard of. I don't even remember. It was obviously like plain water. There's like sparkling water. And there was like a couple other types of water that I didn't even know existed. And this is what the Apple employees can uh, drink from every day, all these fancy waters. But other than that, I think everything was just kind of surreal because the architecture and the landscaping, even though it's California, so it's California style landscaping. Uh, and I mentioned this kind of in one of the videos that I just posted, but it feels almost like being on a different planet because it's just good design everywhere you look, whether that's a building or plants or staircases, things like signs, lights on the campus are all all of this stuff is designed. Nothing is just like stock tables, chairs. Someone was telling me how much the chairs cost for the in the cafe max, and it was like, wow. I want to say it was over a thousand dollars per chair or something. I mean, everything's custom, and uh, it's really a cool place to be in person. You know, in terms of uh, just what else was going on in the trip. So you know, when I flew out, it was uh, kind of annoying because I I intended to get in kind of like just at the last minute. Um, so I didn't have to spend my whole Sunday before the event, um, traveling and, and I have still some time, some downtime. So I was going to get in kind of like eight ish, you know, but when I, where I was coming from, I had to have a connection and then my plane got delayed. So I missed that other connection. So I ended up having to take a different flight. Luckily there was another one for a second there. I was like, Oh shoot, I'm going to miss the whole thing maybe because let me just clarify, you know, Apple doesn't pay for anything. A lot of people you know, think that Apple gives you free products. They don't. If you're lucky enough to get something, it's a loaner, which is good. But also, like, they don't, you know, pay for the trip. Nothing's furnished. You know, I guess what I did get, access isn't nothing, right? That that actually is worth something because there's a lot of people who would kill for the same access. But, you know, I got a bag with an Apple water bottle and, and some masks and stuff. You know, everything else, I totally paid for uh, the hotel, the flights, et cetera, et cetera. So um, just so people know. And by the way, I have been on other trips where everything was paid for. Um, when, when the channel was younger and uh, when I was, you know, didn't really know how things worked, you know, I had a company pay for me to come out to this watch event. It was like on the beach. I'm not going to name the company, but I don't really, I've never talked about them since, but it was like a beach volleyball tournament that, that I got invited to and played beach volleyball with some of the professional players they sponsored and they paid for the hotel, paid for the flight, paid for the food. And I was like inside the, the red carpet, Red Bull, you know, center. Uh, it was kind of a surreal experience so you know i haven't done anything like that for a long time and and i'm glad you know since then as i've learned about how things work i try to have very um, strict ethical guidelines kind of about things so it's good that apple doesn't pay for this stuff but i did get in very late so i was running on less sleep i think than a lot of people most of the days i had breakfast uh the hotel had breakfast but i never you know like the first day it was a sit down type of place the hotel was pretty nice you know like it didn't open till seven, but on the first day, the day of the keynote, I had to be somewhere by seven thirty, and I didn't think I'd probably have time to sit there at the sit-down breakfast place and like 
and eat everything and still go back and pack up my gear. I brought so much gear. My backpack was so heavy. I literally was like getting a bruise on one of my shoulders because I just had so much gear. And even then I didn't bring everything that I wish I had brought. So there was a Starbucks like right across the street. Um, it was like a six minute walk. So I went over there and grabbed some breakfast usually every day, a little bit of nitro. And one day I'm seriously, I had too much nitro and I couldn't sleep that night. It was unfortunate because when you're traveling, you got to get your sleep. And I was sitting there like rolling around in bed. I was like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have had so much nitro, but I had to have the Starbucks and I had to have the apple so I could compare at least, right? I wanted to compare them in the same day. That's how I could know that one was objectively better than the other. But yeah, it was too much, but that actually ended up working out well too, believe it or not, because I'm, I don't know if you do this, but I had some of my best thoughts uh, when I should be sleeping, but uh, I'm awake. And uh, I'd met somebody, a developer there from a big company. You know, just, I was over at Cafe Max. He was like, hey, are you Chris? I was like, yeah, we ran into him a couple of times. I think he probably saw me filming uh, when I sat down at the table and kind of filmed one of my reaction videos. Came up afterwards and we were just talking. I saw him again, uh, again inside, you know, we're talking. Well, come to find out, he's like one of these big developers. Really cool guy. Um, nice and humble. It turned into maybe a business opportunity potentially. Um, might be able to help each other out. So if it hadn't been, I, I was like, hey, you want to meet me over there the day I was leaving? Uh, he's like, yeah, I can meet you over there. And uh, I was like, listen, I had too much nitro yesterday. I was up all night. <laughs> and he laughed. And I was like, but I had this idea. And anyways, and we kind of talked. So, so, you know, without the nitro, you never know what's going to happen. Lunch, um, Lolly introduced me to this place, some burger place out there. And uh, I grabbed an impossible burger out there. That was good. That was very good. Also, thank you for lunch, Lolly. Lolly, I learned, uh, really likes his Dr. Pepper. And this place had Dr. Pepper, like barbecue sauce or something. <laughs> and uh, I, tried I tried it. It was pretty good. Didn't really have time to do anything else. I did hit the store because you can get some uh, special edition items at the Apple store there at the headquarters um, that you can't get anywhere else. Actually, I should say at the Apple Park Visitor Center. I don't know if they have the shirts at the old campus the one that Steve worked at, um, which I visited in my video a few years ago. So you can go check that if you want to see my experience there. But there was some good stuff in both stores. But a lot of the stuff was sold out. I had gotten a special edition pack of cards uh, one time out here, and they still technically had it for sale, but they said they'd been out of them forever. Um, but they do have some special edition shirts that you can only pick up there unless someone sticks it on eBay or something. So I snagged one of those just because he said when they're gone, you know, we're not even going to restock them. Uh, so I'm probably do like an unboxing as a short. Uh, on the channel of that sometime here. But I didn't really uh, do all that much else. Um, you know, had a few meetings, just spur of the moment meetings, met a lot of people, drank a lot of coffee, uh, had a lot of fun. And the last picture I took, which I stuck on Instagram, it's gone now because it's on the story, was a picture of the, the circle, the spaceship, out the plane window. And yeah, it, it was a good, it was a good trip. So hopefully that answers some of your questions both Alfred and other people of like what it was like to be there. I guess look out for some more videos coming still. And just, I feel like there's some good stuff potentially happening here on the horizon. It's been kind of a slow season um, in terms of stuff to cover here for a while, but with WWDC, there's lots of new stuff to talk about. Also, LG just sent over this really great uh, 5K, 2K ultra wide monitor. It's not as big as my old ultra wide, the 47 inch that I broke. Uh, that I had to retire, but it's still 40 inches. I'm having a blast with it. It was so easy to set up. I'll tell you right now, the one thing I wish is that it could get brighter than it does because I look at my iPad screen or my Mac screen and I look at that and it seems a little dull. If I have those shut or out of the way, 
then it doesn't seem as dull because it doesn't have to stretch out the pixel so much at, at like the 47 inch. Um, it's uh, noticeably sharper, the display. So I'm going to be talking about that. That's going to be fun. Got some new accessories uh, other than that, that I, I'm going to be trying out and ordering and good. It, it's going to be a good next, you know, season here. Uh, I don't know, quarter or whatever is coming up uh, for the channel. So lots of good stuff. I'm glad I got another podcast recorded. I didn't get it out on Friday. Um, but this is going to count for the last week. Hopefully, I'll get another one out uh, this week, too. But uh, thanks for hanging out, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Later.